Hi and welcome to episode 44 of Invest in You. Today my dad Frederick Sandwell is going to be interviewing Dr. Natalia. She also called herself Think Natalia and that's also very much her uh, website which we'll come back to later. She is a branding expert, she is originally from Germany, living out in Dubai and uh, the reason why I got in contact with her in the first place was this phenomena called LinkedIn. So she is working with personal branding, which means LinkedIn is very important, and uh, that's how I got in touch with her in the first place. She is a keynote speaker. She's teaching other people how to use LinkedIn. We're not going too deep into that today, but we'll talk a lot around personal branding. So we hope that this can be useful for you. In addition to that, you will also have some links to her content so you can dig deeper if you want she has uh, a number of awards and uh, just one is that she's a coach uh, certified through Forbes and uh, let's dive in and see what we got to say and even as Charlie is unfortunately not attending in this interview and we will jump straight into the question around who Natalia is so here we go who are you well, first of all, thank you a lot for the invitation, Frederick. Great. And in very brief, I always say I'm a flawsome human being, but nobody gets that. <laughs> um, so let me explain it a little bit broader. I'm a keynote speaker and a personal branding strategist. These are also two very modern terms. So I think it's easier to say or to explain what I do. I do three things. The first thing is I do keynotes and the keynotes, yep. which means speeches or trainings on the topic LinkedIn, personal branding or content strategy. The second thing is 101 coach zelting, as I call it. It's not classic coaching. It's not classic consulting. It's really a mix between those two disciplines because for me, these yes. are just tools. And I focus on personal branding for coaches, speakers, trainers, consultants, authors, experts, everything in that bubble. And the third and last bit is online courses, self-study online courses on the topic personal branding, either for people who want to get their brand out there with the focus on LinkedIn or for people who need personal branding to find a job without writing CVs. Perfect, perfect. I mean, I, I really like LinkedIn as a tool. Uh, I was an early adopter and I made a very conscious decision about 2011 to connect with people I do business with or people that I really would like to do business with. And uh, uh, like yourself, that gave a, a quite high number <laughs> uh, yeah. in, in terms of connections and, and recommendations and everything. So yeah, perfect. How did you come across LinkedIn in the first place? Because I know uh, in Germany, it's, it's not the preferred platform often. Absolutely. So I started as every German, if he decides uh, to work uh, in the more professional networking yes. sphere with Xing slash crossing. Exactly. And exactly. I did that for a very long time. Um, and I mean, I'm not a big fan of saying nasty or not so nice things. But when I compare Xing with LinkedIn, Xing definitely evolved over the last years, but in the beginning it was purely German. Yes. Nowadays it's more for the um, like German-speaking area, but also a little bit of Italy, a little bit of uh, Slovenia, Slovakia, etc. So it's growing, but the the direct vibe, in my personal opinion, is a little bit stricter. And you know, in German, you you also have different ways of approaching people. You have "du" when you're close to somebody, and you yes. have "sie" when you want to increase the respect. 
So everybody's Z and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're, 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 I mean, I'm not sure about your your really underlying personality. We come back come back to that a little bit later. But you you come across as as very extrovert. Use video a lot uh, and uh, a big smile. Also open many doors. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in be the person that you truly are on the inside. And if you found your message and your thing, then the right people will like you and will do business with you. So, of course, I can be also uh, super strict and very <laughs> conservative and speak slower and never smile. But that bores the hell out of me. And I lived like this for 29 years until I ended up in hospital and nobody figured out what my problem was. My problem was that my soul was screaming, what on earth are you doing? When are you going to wake up and be you? Yep. So just to answer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a great answer. We also come across many people because I help many people to move from employment into entrepreneurship or investment mm. slash uh, uh, in entrepreneurship. So same thing there, like when people wake up after a, a long time and notice like, I have been working my whole career with stuff which is really against my flow. And values and what I believe yeah, in and yeah. what I stand for. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. and I think, interestingly enough, more and more people are waking up and uh, are courageous enough to make that jump. So, good. Yes. I mean, I, I got uh, this in, inner, inner battle for myself. I mean, we've both been doing quite a lot of studies at the universities and, and throughout our careers. My uh, boys that are usually on this podcast, they're both right now in school. They mm. are uh, 12 and, uh, and 14. So for for them to be curious, motivated, stay engaged in school is is super important, of course. And of course, we have laws in 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 Sweden that they have to go to school, obviously, at this age. Um, and then mm. you see people who are flying without universities and who are flying with universities, and and the role models are so different um, mm. in terms of what they say. So yeah, all right. I, I, I will most likely come back to to your uh, doctorate degree later in this conversation. I hope because uh, I've got some personal thoughts around that as well. So, okay. Sure. Uh, in terms of how you really uh, help uh, and work with customers, uh, and for the sake of the audience, also taking some tangible advice away, would you mind to to share some of your like core philosophies and models that you usually work with? Yes. So I believe that you need to work on your personal brand. And let's go one step before that. What is a personal brand? And do we really need to do that? I mean, in the end, your personal brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room or your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. That's a quote from Jeff Bezos. Yes. And a lot of people then believe or wrongly deduct from it then branding is another word for reputation. Um, and that's just part of the truth. In the end, the way how you move, the way how you speak, the way how, what, how, what you say, the way how you dress, um, your messaging is all your, your brand, your personal brand. And people also have an idea of you or an idea and opinion about you. Yes. So no matter what you do, you have that personal brand. Um, so you can either be a victim uh, or let's say the end result of other people's opinions or you can take ownership of your life and steer that a tiny little bit or enhance it to design your dream life and to design your dream career. Some people think it's fake. For me, 
that argument doesn't make sense because personal branding is based on your values. So who are you? What's important to you? How do you help other people? How do you add value? What do you want to be known for? Which for me is then again the core idea of contributing to society. And that's the most genuine and most beautiful thing that you can do. So it's all about getting your personal brand out there. And the benefits are tremendous. I mean, clients will find you. um, You will earn more money. You will get more visibility. You will be invited to great events. Whatever the targets are. I mean, I could speak about this for a very long time. But these were my core ideas around personal branding. Perfect. I mean, uh, we, we've got so many similarities uh, from what it appears, both how we interact with other people, how we engage, and also how we think about this. I mean, you mentioned, for example, the the, the values, the underlying things, which very much uh, helps us to define us by the actions we take, the habits we, we, we do, and everything's mm. very interesting indeed. Uh, and also, I really like uh, just... Let's call it influencer for for anything else. Uh, when you are very much like you said, when you're influencing with a strong brand, you might share content or value to other people that they recognize, and thereby very much you are requested like yourself, where you were uh, also going on international conferences uh, the other week, as I saw on social media. You 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 are being found. Yep. From yeah, people that you have awesome. no idea sometimes who they are. <laughs> brilliant Uh, yeah just be so good that they cannot ignore you and that they find you yeah it works i got the friends and uh, she she is in the the marketing and branding space as well and she she says just out content them out content them (laughs) i love that you're more than welcome to steal that you're already doing that so uh (laughs) just be so so um active so that people can't really ca- catch up you're creating a huge moat so people can't really catch up with with uh, natalia because she's at moving at so high speed uh it's very hard to to do something about it uh, and uh, i think that you're pretty much already doing that will you increase even yeah. fast in terms of speed or what could that be well um i think I mean, I'm a person, I'm more a quality person. So I do believe in quantity, yes. But if you would ask me quality or quantity, I would always go for quality. So I could easily post uh, content on LinkedIn five times per day and it would be high quality content. But the people that I'm targeting they wouldn't be able to catch up and that would create a loop of frustration. So I decided, you know what, guys, I'll make it easier for you. I post once per day, you can absorb everything and you can dig deeper. Um, But I also find other outlets like Instagram. Um, I'm going to work on my YouTube channel starting from next week or so. Uh, I have a um, a blog, so I regularly write articles. So there is enough content and different kind of content for people out there. They can subscribe to my newsletter everything is there directly into your mailbox yes. so you just need to open the email and then take whatever you like right yep open yep. buffet <laughs> exactly all right so the podcast name is invest in you what does mm. that mean to you i think that i am or we human beings the biggest gift that we have is our life because I, I don't know, but I assume that we only live once, at least in this body on this planet. Yep. So the most precious thing is our our life. So I think 
we are here to make the most out of ourselves, to explore, to be curious, and to somehow make this world a tiny little bit better when you leave it one day. That's my basic life philosophy. So you are... I mean, it's your duty to invest in yourself, to uh, to put in knowledge and experience and to talk to other people and figure out what you're good at and then share it with the world. And I also believe that when you don't do that, you will lie on your deathbed one day and you will look back at your life and say, damn, why didn't I have yes. the courage to da 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 So basically, you will die with regrets and full of fear. And that was the scariest moment in my life when I realized that that's the case for me. So I quit everything, threw everything yep. aside, and then I, you know, figure out who am I, what do I want to do, let me get out, and let me really, really invest in my knowledge, in my body, in my spirit, in yes. my outer appearance, and everything else. Yep, yep. So... You mentioned that uh, many very interesting things. I'd like to dive into one of the things I know that you just completed quite recent in terms of uh, you uh, have put in a massive amount in terms of researching and uh, actually completing a PhD, which you also must have defended recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason why I know that <laughs> uh, is, of course, I've seen it on, on social media, but also I've really considered it and I still... Yeah, at least a couple of times a year I think about it and then like then I dismiss it just from a pure return on investment uh, basis. Uh yeah. and then it pops up again and again. So I, I have <laughs> written a written a co complete uh, research proposal a couple of years ago which was accepted. Uh but then because of a very controversial topic, uh then uh, then uh, I, I did not proceed. So yes. Tell us more about uh, your research if it's uh, Uh, useful for the the broader audience. Sure. I would like to start with a part of my research yes. um, is analyzing theories about the job market. Yep. And uh, there's also one theory which is called the human capital theory. And this theory believes that um, the more you believe in yourself, the more like you believe you think you can achieve anything in life, the more you will invest in your studies um, and in your knowledge and in everything that's related to your job, which I find very interesting. Um, so, but getting back to your core question, my research, I was active in a junior consulting enterprise during my studies. Uh, and yeah, exactly. So, and I realized that a lot of people don't know what, what that is, and they also didn't see the value of it. So student consulting enterprises, it's a concept that is very popular in Germany, uh, but also in Brazil nowadays. France is big, um, but it's also active in, in whole Europe. So basically, students, while they are st uh, studying, they also work as junior consultants in different companies, different industries, and they do what McKinsey or A.T. Kerner or yes. Roland Berger or whatever does. Um, why is it so awesome? You gain soft skills, uh, you work in real life, uh, you work on real projects, you meet different people, you network, uh, and you figure out who you are and what you want to do. So, um, yeah, I was like, what do I do with that? And what's actually the benefit? So I asked the question, how do we get academic millennials faster into the job market, yes. ideally without writing CVs? And I realized that 
you need to stand out somehow nowadays because the job market is busy and it's flooded with information and and uh, writing CVs is just so 1975. So how do you how can you do that? And one of the best ways is being active uh, in uh, something like a junior consulting yes. um, enterprise. You could also do internships. You could do uh, projects. Um, yeah. So I learned that in the end, if you want to transition smoother from university into your first job, you need to uh, improve your soft skills, you need to be good in your major, you need to have practical experience, and here comes the interesting part, you need to know how to market yourself, and you need to have already invested in social ties or social relationships yes. to people in the job market. Because then it's just a phone call or an email, people already know you, they refer you, which is so much faster than sending out 180 CVs and then being a passive victim and thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, and the benefits are tremendous. You know, you find your job faster, very often, you get paid more. Very often you will be happier with with your job. So, yeah, this is the research that I actually uh, was focusing on over the last, I don't know, 10 years. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, probably about the same time as I was about to get into it, but I didn't. But I, I did uh, link to your research as part of my uh, both my master's in science in, in Stockholm uh, at the university there and also as part of the MBA there were there were consulting elements where we were working with real businesses, real business problems. Uh, again, obviously zero pay, but very much cost covers, which took mm. me to various places of England, Brazil, Russia, and Sweden. Uh, uh, and, uh, and that was very good, of course, to get that connection. So that's something I think we both can uh, ask the universities to do more of for the sake of the students, and so they can get that interaction with the real world because many people i mean one of the things i've been teaching about is like what is the life of being a consultant because people might think it's really mm. glamorous or people might think it's really hard and it's probably somewhere in the middle and uh, yeah and it's one of the reasons that has brought me to dubai for example living out of a traveling bag nice. as a consultant <laughs> awesome yeah that's how it should be i it's mean fun. it's all about exploring yeah. and figuring out what you want so good for you yeah that's no, fun all right, great. Now, th thanks for, for capturing that and sharing some parts of, of your research. And um, we are often also talk about the, the, the new generation, so the, the generation kind of after the millennials, whatever we're going to call them. They've got many names. Um, mm. One thing that we have figured out when we did our research into what do people really want to do, so many, I mean, well over 90%, would like to be entrepreneurs while wow. a fraction of of of, uh, of percentages actually have got any clue how to do it so you have 90%. okay pretty much if everyone wants to do it but no one has got any clues and some of them are listening to you right now on this podcast you have made a transition from 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 a normal job into being your own boss, so to speak. Mm. What were some of the key steps? Uh, so people might not even have to pass through employment even, but get straight into whatever it is they want to do. Mm. I think at the beginning, it's very important to understand what is the service or the product that you're offering and does it solve a real world problem? Yep. When you're not solving a real world problem, forget it. 
I mean, nobody's going to buy it. So how can you find out if that actually is the case? You can either be super tricky and smart and create a landing page or some Facebook ads and then see if people like it. And if they like it, then you create the product or service later on and, you know, find a way how you tell them, oh, I'm sorry, but we need a little bit longer or whatever. Um, So that could be one way of uh, finding it out. Um, And you need to have a proper structure and framework and plan. So you need to have the the space and the environment for it. Um, You will work a lot and even more. Um, And yes, I'm a big fan of work uh, smarter than harder, but in the beginning it's work your butt off a lot. So you need to learn to get all of the distractions and everything away. So sit down and understand Um, what is the environment that I need to work to be productive? What are killers, um, people and things? Uh, Create a list, learn to delegate or outsource them. Um, And then uh, you need to, I mean, again, depends on uh, is it a service or product, you need to either manufacture it and figure everything out around that, or you need to start creating these services. Um, Is it an online course? Is it a coaching program? So you need to write the curriculum. So you need to prepare that thing. Um, On the other side, it also, for me, because I love this topic, you need to get into your marketing basis, your positioning. Who are you? What's important to you? Um, What are the feelings that you trigger in people? What makes you special? Why should I work with you or invest in your services and products? What are the, like, what are what do I get when I work with you, et cetera, et cetera. So I think these are the the first steps. And the best thing to get there is to really either invest in an online course or in a mentor or get a coach. Um, Ideally, also get an accountability partner and then work through it. Don't listen or watch and then say, oh, nice, Mm, next video or next course. You're not (laughs) going anywhere. That, that's stupid. That's a prox- That's a little bit like, you know, buying a cookbook of 100 pages and then you look through the whole cookbook. You read the whole cookbook and you finished it. And at the end of it, you're like, where's the food? You know, is that you need to buy the ingredients. You need to mix them together. You need <laughs> yeah, to cook. Good, you need good to point. boil. Right. It's like there's no food if you're not going to use your hands and get messy and screw it up a couple of times because yep. creating the perfect cake or whatever <laughs> it is takes time. We don't have the experience. It doesn't work. So, yeah, this would be my recommendation. Yeah, no, I like I like that. So uh, now I've picked up that I need to buy five cookbooks to start with. That was the point, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe even 10. You know what? Yeah, and you good. just need to read all of them. Yes. Um, there's another thing which is also almost like overtaking uh, in terms of learning. Uh, there are actually youngsters that actually watch videos where they learn skills and stuff and not mm-hmm. only uh, b- biggest fails and people crashing and cats on YouTube. Have you <laughs> have you uh, come across any kind of really educational things on YouTube as you haven't started to post all of your good things yet? Um, I think YouTube is sort of the new Google. So whenever I have a problem, I don't type it into uh, Google anymore. I I really type it into YouTube. So um, yeah, it really depends on what you're looking for. You can find the best um, 
cooking or baking recipes or how to how to work with certain things yes. like I'm a, I'm a foodie so I'm always you know it's like oh how do you divide that oh what's the best way of that um but also when I have core questions around any topic like SEO SEM um what are the next trends for online marketing in 2019 I think it's about like if you want to find great content you need to know uh, which questions to ask this is this is the the art yes. what is it that i really want to know uh, it's not like oh I, I just watch this video and then i go to another video oh and you might also like this video there are people who are spending three four five hours before they go to bed watching random stuff about things that has nothing to do with their goals which True. i find fascinating slash ridiculously stupid but that's as always just my opinion cho cho choices and life choices yeah and stuff that just happens to us exactly uh, in terms of same thing there people that you have identified that you can either like identify with they might even be your director indirect mentor or role models in in the whole world who who would that be you used a few few quotes but um, I learned I learned a lot from Tim Ferriss. I yes. think he's brilliant. Um, I learned a lot from uh, Brian Dean and Neil Patel when it comes to yes. SEO. Uh, I learned the whole idea of being a lifestyle entrepreneur. So first understanding how do I want to live and then I create a business around it from uh, Lewis House. Uh, I learned a lot about social media from Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. Um, I learned a lot about sales from a German called Dirk Kreuter. Amazing okay. guy. Uh, this whole being energetic and, and getting yourself out there. There's definitely a lot of Tony Robbins that I studied in the beginning. Yes. Um, productivity, getting things done. Robin Sharma studied a lot of his work. Uh, but I think these were the, the core role models or Perfect. mentors without them knowing that I'm their mentee. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, over the last years, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, uh, just like to be that kind of person that people can just pick up ideas from and then later in life you figure out that actually you, you, you Natalia, uh, helped me to, to do whatever that was. And, uh, and, and when you do get feedback, which does happen now and then, of course, that people officially get back to you and, 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 and give you praise or more questions or whatever it might be. Yeah. You mentioned a term there, Link, combining your uh, coaching. I've got uh, I got mochiing, which is mentoring and coaching. What what was that's yours? Awesome. What was yours? Uh, Again. I love it. Mochiing. That's so cool. It's very close uh, to yours. It's just a variation. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say it. yours was? Coach, coaching and uh, coaching and consulting. So it's coach salting. Coach salting. Perfect. Because I um I have a rough structure, uh, because um. Over the last weeks and months, for some bizarre reason, I attracted more and more baby boomers into my um, environment. Yes. And I realized that they they don't know the very basics. So what is a hashtag? How do I tag? How do I create content? Uh, how often do I need to post? So I realized, mm, let me do it that way. So I have this rough framework and a rough structure and I have modules. But within these modules or within these worksheets, I have tons of questions that they need to answer. Um, and I can give them the technical right or wrong but what they do or how they do it they need to decide so this is yes. why it's really a mix between coaching and consulting because i cannot make life or business decisions for them i can only give them the tools and the techniques if i want to put it that way 
Well put, well put, perfect. I mean, we, we've covered a lot of things already. I would love to carry on the whole day. Uh, I'd like to give you a chance to carry on with your day as well. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So yes, yes. if people like to reconnect with you, if people like to follow your work or, or engage with, with uh, what we've said so far, what is the easiest way to, to get hold of you? The easiest way is to contact me via my webpage, which is yeah. thinknatalia.com. Yeah. Um, besides that, if you like LinkedIn, if you're active on LinkedIn, uh, I post approximately five times per week. You find me under at Dr. Think Natalia, sorry, at Dr. Natalia Wiehofsky. And uh, on Instagram, if you want to know how I live my life and, you know, a little bit more pictures and a little bit more my private side at Think Natalia. Perfect. So we'll add also those uh, links in the show notes. So absolutely great to have you on the podcast. And uh, thank you so much until we meet in reality. Yay. So see you soon. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks once right. again. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Right. And something else to mention. It's the time of the year where many people are interested to get new learning. If you are in investments if you really have got a portfolio and you're really looking to up your level and you're looking to raise at least a million pounds plus then do feel free to connect with frederick offline to talk about next level investing 2.0 where we are looking for putting together a new group okay so this is the podcast invest in you we love to help others and love to help you so welcome back please subscribe so you don't miss episodes we've got a really cool uh, footballer coming up he's also an investor and we've got a family office from india and a few other episodes recorded so yep come back for more any other thoughts Ivan? well that pretty much sums it up pretty well i think all right here we go bye-bye bye